Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. It's FPC Radio Live, and it is Friday, September the 23rd, 2022. And, John, it is the 21st anniversary of the debut. Well, I wouldn't say debut, but of the opportunity given to one Mr. Tom Brady. Yes, that's right. September 23rd, 2001, the infamous Mo Lewis Drew Bledsoe game, Tom Brady gets his opportunity, and we all know the rest. So, uh, John, what were you doing 21 years ago today? Well, I was old. You know, I was 38 <laughs> years old at that time. I was it's older than, than I am you now. Are now. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that's how old I, I am. Um, yeah, I remember the game well because, you know, on the ninth, they had lost to the Jets, and Drew Bledsoe was nearly killed by Mo Lewis, and then there was the league by week after 9-11 so the next game was against Indianapolis uh on the 23rd as you said Ian the Patriots were 0-2 and looked like they were hopeless right because you'd lost your franchise quarterback and who was the second year guy who was the fourth quarterback last year Tom Brady yeah I kind of remember him at Michigan he was kind of in and out of the lineup and he was good and then we'll see what happens and I do remember that Indianapolis was like a double digit favorite they had Peyton Manning and you know, they looked like a contending team, and the Patriots won that game. I think it was more about their defense that day. A lot of turnovers. Did Ty Law not have a pick six? or just It was a, a, a really 
bunch of mistakes by Manning, but Brady got the win, and we've seen what's happened over the last 21 years, a lot of winning. Yeah, and um, <laughs> again, I mean, at the time, you know, there was a lot of talk about, you know, who he's going to be. Obviously, the, there was a huge uh, contingent for Drew Bledsoe. I mean, the guy just received, at the time, <laughs> a very rich contract, I and mean, pale in comparison to what we see today. Um, but, you know, it was very, very evident early on that, you know, despite not having necessarily the flashiness or the, the, the big arm, so to speak, it was deceivingly good, you know. Um, he just knew how to win. I mean, this this franchise under Bill Belichick, and, and this isn't a knock on Belichick, this is just stating where they were at the time, was 5-13. and 13. And, you know, I'm sure there were some overreactions and, you know, you got to fire Belichick. I mean, there were a lot of people who didn't like the hire to begin with, um, let alone after a 5-13 and 13 start. Well, it's not a coincidence that, you know, at that point they went 11-3, and three, went on to win the Super Bowl. And, and no one's saying, it, <coughs> excuse me, because I get into these debates all the time on Twitter and it's, it's, it's so disingenuous on their part, but no one's saying You it. debate on Twitter? I, I'm I know, I know, John. It's, 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 it's against my nature to do so, but every so often I, you know, I, I divulge. But um, it, it's, the, the argument's always disingenuous because no one's ever saying that it was 100% Tom Brady. I mean, that's just foolish. That's a, again, there's 52, 53 players on a roster. But again, we're talking about the quarterback who, you know, is it, it is, it is, it isn't my opinion. It's just, I mean, based on everything we know about this game, it's a statement of fact. They are the most important player when it comes to winning and losing in this league consistently. It doesn't mean that you, you can have a quarterback have a great game and lose. And it doesn't also mean that you can have a quarterback have a bad game and win. That happens. It's not perfect. But when it comes to long-term success, uh, success across the season, two, three, four, five, yeah, you need a really good quarterback to win consistently and to win Super Bowls. You're not going to do it without one. So um, he comes in, turns the franchise around. Excuse me. Sorry about that. And then, of course, you know, from then on there... You You're know, getting choked up. I, I know, I, I know. I, I'm, I'm, I, I know. get very emotional around this time of year. You do. I, I have, well, I'm I, just wondering, are you, are you coming north to have a pilgrimage today in Fox? Uh, I mean, no, no, but but I'm going to at um, 1 o'clock, I start the game, and I, I play it, and I watch the commercials, and, and, and at every moment, I, I celebrate it just like I did at the time. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I just, I worship in my own way, John. Uh, plus my, my pilgrimage, I, I don't have time for any more pilgrimages, but, um, uh, no, look, I mean, it, it's not a coincidence. The guy comes in, uh, and you look at his run, you know, short of 2002, which I think, you know, at the time, or, or, you know, in hindsight, we can look back and say that 2002 Patriots team kind of fell into the trap that a lot of Super Bowl winners do. And at least at mm-hmm. the time where it's like, okay, you win a title, and guess what? You know, maybe you celebrate a little bit. Maybe you get a little bit more too comfortable in your own shoes or whatever. Uh, and you, you have a disappointing season. That's kind of what happened with the Patriots. But that was the only time they missed the playoffs where he was the starter. Obviously, 2008, but, you know, he gets knocked out in the first half of the first game. So, you know, no one in their right mind except for Russell Wilson fans are going to count that season against him. So... You know, it's not, and then you go, and then you have him go to Tampa, who, as as down in the dumps as the Patriots organization had been, 
Tampa was literally worse. And, you know, we see what happens there. So um, great anniversary. And hopefully next year we will be celebrating it ahead of yet another Tom Brady start in that Sunday. So uh, we'll see, though. We'll see. You know what? You look back at that, and I know we got a lot to discuss today, but back in that 2001 season, they beat the Colts. Then they lost the following week, I think, in Denver mm-hmm. to go to one and three, if I'm not mistaken. So they're one and three at that point. It was like, okay, that was just a mirage that went over Indianapolis. Then they're playing the Chargers with Doug Flutie, and the mm-hmm. Chargers are up 10 in the fourth quarter. The Patriots are one and three, down 10 in the fourth quarters, who are a pretty good Chargers team. And he comes back and wins that game in overtime. Mm-hmm. Winning in overtime is something the Patriots had never done. Yeah. Like in their history, they never won overtime games. And, of course, once he became the quarterback, they very rarely have ever lost overtime games. I think they only lost two of them at Denver and at the Jets. So the only two times that they lost in overtime with Brady, they won so many of them. But to me, that was the biggest win. Because now if you lose to the Chargers, and again, down 10 in the fourth quarter, if you lose that game, you're 1-4, and four, and now it's like, well, when's Bledsoe coming back and yeah. all that stuff. They won that game and then obviously only lost two more games the rest of the way, including one to the Rams on a Sunday night when after the game, they're, Mike Martha, I wouldn't lost. be surprised. Yeah. There was their last loss, and, and Mike Martha after the game says, I wouldn't be surprised if we see these guys again. And everybody just looked at them like, are you nuts? Well, you know, two months later, they met them again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, again, <laughs> it, it just no one could have predicted what was about to come. But, um, you know, at the same time, it, it was uh, it was it was it was a fun <laughs> 21 years and counting so far. So uh, we'll get to that a little bit more later. Unfortunately, we have to talk more about what we started talking about yesterday. And that is the Celtics and Ime Odoka situation, which has uh, evolved a lot since we spoke about it yesterday when we were really working on very vague and very little information. Uh, he is being suspended for the entire year. And quite frankly, John, I don't think he's coming back. I, I thought yesterday that maybe, you know, look, maybe this this uh, consensual, although inappropriate, was not, you know, a situation that necessarily crossed the line to fire him. Discipline, yes. Um, Based on what I saw, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm trying to avoid any speculation because I said it yesterday, and, and we both said it yesterday. It was irresponsible, I think, for for Woj to tweet out such vague details about this whole situation because not only it, it led the, the Twitter mob and social media mob to formulate their own opinions, but you pretty much had uh, uh, internet detectives, quote-unquote, and I use that term very loosely, um, trying to uh, figure out which a female Celtics employee was involved, which is, is I, I mean, I don't even know where to begin uh, when it comes disgusting. to... Disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. And and look, this is coming from, you know, no, not necessarily professional accounts, but, you know, the fan accounts that have nearly 100,000 followers and, and, and that. I mean, that it, it's, it's wildly inappropriate and, you know, dangerous for some of these people because, you know, again... You know, we're not talking about every person being a rational thinker on social media. There are a lot of absolutely out of their mind crazies on Twitter. I'm sorry if that's you, then, you know, maybe you have to look in the mirror. But it, it, it was widely inappropriate and unfair to, to everyone involved because, again, I mean, at one point you had an assistant a VP on the Celtics being basically investigated and she had nothing to do with it. So now everyone right. knows her name and is going to be, oh, you know, her name's going to pop up. And guess what? Ime Yudoka's name is going to be right there with him. Uh, and it's just going to be this endless cycle that, again, that's that's how social media works. But, um, yeah, it, it, I saw a report from 
Sham earlier saying along the lines of this may have turned a little inappropriate on his behalf, which again, I think is, is why the, the steps have been taken because when you sit there and you say like, look, no one's condoning um, extramarital affairs or anything like that. But at the end of the day, that's your own personal business and the, the, the people that are involved. So to me, I, I don't necessarily care about that when it comes to basketball or hockey. It's, you know, you deal with it in your house or, you know, as long as there's no illegal activities going on, you know, I couldn't care less about your personal life. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, there, there's a certain line that like just because they're an athlete, I don't need to or, or a coach. I don't need to know every single detail about their life. It's just they're human. I, I don't care. Um, but when there's uh, potential harassment or mm-hmm. things that cross the line, that's where I think uh, folks that um, that's where I think this becomes a little bit more than just. Yeah, you know what? They just couldn't keep it in their pants type of thing. This was, you know, him maybe crossing the line much further than we anticipated, certainly, mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, and on a side note, John, before I let you comment, because I know you want to comment, for anyone out there criticizing the Celtics organization, what do you want? Because, like, haven't we just for the last several years uh, gone through this situation where you have these men in power taking advantage of their situation, and everyone's uh, chastising, why didn't you take action? Why didn't you take action? Well, guess what? The Celtics just took action, and now you're criticizing the Boston Celtics for it? Like, like figure out what you want, okay? If you don't care about, like, these issues in the workplace and, and, and uh, sexual harassment or anything like that, then just commit to it. You know what I mean? Stay consistent, and then we can judge you based on that. Otherwise... This is exactly what you want. You want these organizations to be as proactive as possible. And I do think based on, I guess, the timeline of, of learning about all this, I think the Celtics were fairly proactive. Again, I mean, information can change and, you know, come to find out there, there could be other uh, situations that uh, uh, arose months ago. But quite frankly, I, I think the Celtics are being proactive. And if, if what the, the information that's coming out if that's the case, then I'm, I'm. I just don't. I don't see how you bring him back at this point. No, I don't think he's coming back. I think they're gonna. They've suspended him with pay, and I think they're doing this so that he doesn't coach elsewhere this year. Because I would assume if he gets fired, that the Brooklyn Nets would probably get a hold of him pretty quickly. Especially if Brooklyn gets off to a slow start, because we know that Ime Adoka and Kevin Durant have a really good relationship, and no one thinks Steve Nash is a really high level coach. So the Celtics are probably saying, "Look, we're gonna have to pay the guy for the year." suspend him, and then at the end of the year, release him, and then he's free to go wherever he wants to go. The criticism of the Celtics is so that all these internet sleuths weren't spending their day yesterday, you know, sending out pictures of all the women that work for the Celtics. Well, I don't think the Celtics were going to divulge who the woman was to get everybody off the hook. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what's going to happen. So no matter what they did, if the Celtics have 80 female employees, and I'm just using that as a, a... throwaway number if they have 80 female employees then people are going to look at every single one of them and go is this her is this her is this her well the Celtics aren't going to say yeah you know who it is it's uh so and so so and so so now the other 79 people are off the hook they weren't going to go there anyway so this was not going to stop yesterday no matter what the Celtics did unless they pointed the finger at the woman who had this affair with Ime Adoka so that wasn't going to happen um you know obviously we heard that it was consensual but then as the day went on 
Uh, not so much. And, and I will say this, that I, I think the biggest rivalry in sports right now, Ian, is not. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Red Sox-Yankees or Duke, North Carolina, Ohio State, Michigan. I think the biggest rivalry in sports right now is Shams v. Woj. Woj. Yeah, I think that is the <clears throat> biggest rivalry yeah. in sports because, because, again, Shams was kind of his protege, right? And now they work for different outlets. And I can tell you the protege-mentor relationship is strange. So I don't think they really like each other anymore. And they both make a lot of money. Woj makes like $9 million a year doing what he does. So he has to keep being good at it. So that was put out there, even though there wasn't a lot of context to it. And I also think the Celtics, look, I, uh, we can do this. I think I think there's someone that ratted out Ime Adoka and the Celtics. Um, yeah, I can I can. I, I think I there's a possibility. And, and I'm going to jump to this conclusion. Will Hardy was Ime Adoka's chief assistant last year. Yeah. He was hired in late June as the new head coach of the Utah Jazz by one Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge, I believe, has a vendetta against the Celtics. I know his son, Austin, still works in the front office. I'm sure Danny Ainge knew what was going on, whether through his son, Austin Ainge, or through Will Hardy. And I think he has it out for the Celtics, and maybe he's the person who leaked this stuff to Woj. And at that point, the Celtics now went into crisis mode because they were kind of blindsided by it. Although you would think they would have cleared this up sooner rather than later because Media Day is Monday. You can't have Media Day Monday and not have Ime Adoka there People yeah. are going to say, well, where is he? Well, he's on leave right now. He's got kidney stones or something. I mean, you know, he's a coach. It's not a player who you can well, say, yeah, he's well, got we a, know, a bulky knee. We, we know this would have eventually come out because I know some people were, even before we kind of learned the details, were like, oh, they could have just handled this in-house. Like, y- you can't just brush off your, your head coach uh, that, that just came no. off his first season going to the NBA Finals that's just being suspended for the year and not give any details. That information was going to get out. and. Like I said, based on what we know, I, I don't think the Celtics were trying to hide. I think perhaps they, um, you know, were trying to deal with it internally, not fully, and, and understanding that eventually they were have they were going to have to be transparent about it. I, I don't think there was any sort of uh, sketchy attempt to, to cover it up. I think they were just, again, like us, just trying to, 
how do you deal with this situation? Especially again, if you if you believe the detail that it it involved, you know, a, a a you know someone's spouse that was also involved in the organization. So there, there's a mm-hmm. lot, a lot of layers to this outside of just a purely consensual relationship. Um, and, and and again, it's it's you know how do you handle it? I understand like you know from a from a media standpoint, you want to be the first, but there's a certain responsibility you have and i feel like that that creed that that code of conduct has completely gone out the window so because Mm -hmm. of that rivalry because of the Woj and shams rivalry Woj was willing to create this graphic put his name on it you know put his watermark on it go through all this to basically say nothing and and create this firestorm of speculation and again, I said it yesterday, kind of jokingly, because I saw I saw someone tweet this, and it was it was I thought it was funny. It was like I had no idea if if uh, may had uh, missed a meeting or was was stockpiling cocaine at TD Garden. Like I mean, the 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 range in which this could have what this could have been was created because of Woj and only because of Woj. You or know? throw a punch at Brad Stevens in a meeting, yeah, or, or whatever, or, yeah, I mean, or, or kidnapped, or, or kidnapped Wick's daughter. I mean, who knows? Like, right. you know yeah. what no, I mean? No, it, like, it, it, it could have been anything. All crazy things, but yeah, we, exactly. The, especially in this day and age, imagine if Twitter existed during Watergate. That would have been quite. Oh my god, you know, it's <laughs> quite amazing. Um, but yeah, no, it's just there's so much that goes on with this. And again, the reason ESPN pays Woj is, I think, more for Twitter than for what oh, he does. Oh, sure, sure. On SportsCenter, because he's not exactly the most charismatic guy on the air, right? No, I mean, no. Schefter is. Schefter is, because Schefter has a personality, and he'll fight with people, and he's, you know, kind of a little Joe Pesci in him, you know, no pun intended with the little part either. But um, Woj is more of an information guy, and he puts this stuff out on Twitter, so they pay him handsomely. So he's got, you know, 60% of the story. He's like, I got to get this out here. My bosses want me to get this out because Shams, I'm sure, is working on this, and and maybe he's got more than I have. So I got to beat him to the punch. So yeah. I, I just think that that's where we're at right now, which is un, unfortunate. And um, now going forward, I mean, the season's a month away, and the Celtics are going to have a new head coach. And I agree with you. And I don't think he comes back. I think he sits out how, the how year. Do bring, how do you bring him back? You you can't. It's not. And people said, well, Alex Cora came back. Alex Cora was suspended by the league, not yeah. by the Red Sox. The Red Sox gladly brought him back because, you know, it was more of a us against them, where in this case, it's an us against us. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, look, it, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, the Celtic season's over. I don't know. I mean, this is a good no. team that, you know, there's a lot of good, really good players on here. And look, I, we're just learning about all this. So it's going to be. You know, information gathering time. What what really happened? How does it affect the teammate? Maybe the team knew about it. Maybe there maybe there was issues during the playoffs that we didn't know about, but maybe the players did. You know what I mean? Like maybe there was mm-hmm. just situations that were just obviously not privy. You know, uh, you know, information that wasn't privy to the public or, or the media or whatever. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, real quick, John, and and I don't. I, I think you know the plan on Monday. We will we will dive into this situation in, in far more detail. We're just based on timing. Um, we're not going to be able to give it its due justice, and I, I think it certainly warrants some attention. Um, Brett Favre, Brett, 
Favre. The what we've seen based on his text messages, the uh, subsequent indictments of some people involved in this fraud in, in Mississippi, mm-hmm. um, the the guy needs to go. I mean, I, I like I've seen like there, there's enough damning information just in his text alone to tell me that he knew enough about what was happening that he should be culpable. And I think, Oh, absolutely. I I think there is an absolute, I, I I don't understand. Like I, I'm not always for, like, I understand everyone's, you know, it's, it's a very touchy subject because like, you know, everyone unfortunately tries to bring race into every situation. And I, it's not always the case, but it's like, there's always like, Oh, well, if this was this guy, we were talking about it in a sports sense the other day. If it was this guy, we'd be hearing this. It's like, it, that's not the case everywhere. Um, I've been shocked that there's been relative radio silence um, about Brett Favre. And I believe as as as, er, as soon as just uh, a few days ago, I heard him on Sirius XM during his uh, segment that he does every week. So right. something has to happen here. And, and, what he's being accused of is not just a, 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 I mean, the guy's being accused, a millionaire's being accused of stealing money from the poorest state. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's beyond me. And like I said, I, I wish we had the time to, to give it, give this more justice. Um, I think we, we will on Monday or at some point later next week where we can really dive into the details and try to be as accurate as, as possible. But um, this is not something that should be be ignored, and it should be something that should be given a lot of attention. And this isn't the first time either. There's been other. I, I mean, he, he, he tweeted when he, it comes he sent, to yeah, he sent a picture this. of his member. Well, not not <clears throat> even that. I'm, I'm, well, that, I'm, I'm, yeah, a, that that kind of speaks to his character a little bit, though. That does, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, like I know there's always a comparison with Rogers and Five. I mean, Rogers is you know full of himself. An egotist, whatever. But but he's not, a different but not guy. Harmful. I, I mean, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, he's he's done a ton for charity. I mean, he's donated millions of dollars to businesses uh, during the pandemic. I know he hooked up with with social media outlets to do that. So no, he. I think he's. I think he's a good guy in that sense. I think he's you know a little bit out there. But Farvis just seems like a a guy you'd look at and go, holy crap, this guy is a piece of crap. You know, how do you steal six million dollars from the poorest people in your home state? And you divert it to build a volleyball arena for your where your daughter's going to school, where you went to school. Like Brett Favre couldn't write a check for this. Like I'm sure he's got tons of money. He still does, does a a million ads. He made a lot of money as a player. I mean, oh, just I'm sure he knows enough wealthy people in Mississippi that they could contribute money to build this thing. And and there wasn't there some other issue with him like a year ago where there was a million dollars that he was paid to do something and he never did it. And, yeah, 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 no, I, yeah. I, Again, we're, we're you know we're, we'll we'll dive into this more on Monday. Yeah. So again, we don't want to you know do exactly what you know uh, we don't like to see, and that is just based purely on speculation. But it is right. it is something that I did want to mention because we are giving the attention that we are to the Celtic situation, which which it should get it it, it both topics should get its due diligence and due attention. Um, I, I do believe that the Brett Favre situation though has been. Um, woefully unreported by the mainstream media and that is something that unfortunately mm-hmm. or yep. should change and hopefully does uh and i i think there's th- this is where 
social media pressure, I think, is a good thing because you can see the pressure building now, more so than what it has been. There, there's a lot of people vocally and, and a lot of notable people, former players, calling yep. for more attention to this this situation, and I, I think that eventually is going to happen. So, all right, we only have about 10 minutes left. I mean, this is going to be very, very, very tight, but but we're going to try to give our uh, – or try to give. We will give our picks for this weekend, and hopefully I will be right more than John. So uh, we're just going to dive right into it. We'll give a quick little opinion – Perhaps maybe spend a little bit more time on that uh, Bucks Patriots game or uh, Bucks Packers game. I was a little, little flip in my mind there, but here we go. Let's do it. Houston at Chicago to start to Sunday off. Um, I took Houston in this game. Uh, I, I I don't know. Kind of toss it up. I I, I want to see uh, a little bit more out of Chicago. I kind of like Davis Mills. I think Houston. I don't know. This just feels like a Houston Lovey Smith revenge game, quote unquote. So give me Houston. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. Plus, will the Chicago Bears fans boo Justin Fields for what mm. he had to say earlier in the week? You know, That's when he true. said, uh, you know, they don't, the fans uh, don't have any stake in this because we're the ones that go to work every day and work hard. So, and I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, I'll go with Houston in this, but a little bit of an upset. Although, a game that, how many, what part of the country is watching this outside of Houston and Chicago? <laughs> probably, probably me. We'll probably get it in this area down in Tampa, unfortunately. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next, we have Cincinnati at the Jets. Uh, the Jets obviously coming off a big win. Cincinnati has yet to pick up a win. I, th- I, I have to pick Cincinnati. <laughs> Excuse me. I have to pick Cincinnati here, right? I mean, I can't pick the Jets to win this game, but my confidence is very low right now with Cincinnati because I, I don't know. I don't like their offensive line play right now. I, I think there's a lot of issues they need to resolve. But I'm going to take the Bengals in this one. I like the Bengals big in this game. It's actually my best bet. Uh, and you can look out for that on Sunday when I give them out against the point spread because they lost to the Jets last year. So they'll be laser focused on this one. And I think they found their mojo in the second half against Dallas on both sides of the ball. So I like Cincinnati in a blowout. All right. Next, we have Buffalo at Miami. Uh, this is interesting. I mean, I'm going to pick Buffalo, but I... I we're going to learn a lot, I think, about Miami this week because what we saw last week was impressive, no doubt about it. Um, Buffalo is different. If you, if you can do what you do against the Ravens, against Buffalo, then I think you start to really have to look at the Dolphins a little bit differently. Um, I don't think they win this game. Doesn't mean I, I don't think they might play very well against the Bills, but uh, give me the Bills in this one. I like the Bills. I just don't think Miami's going to be able to deal with Buffalo's pass rush, which is just phenomenal at this point. Give me the Bills. All right. We have Philadelphia heading to play the Commanders. Um, I took Philadelphia again. We talked about the NFC earlier in the week. Uh, Philly is arguably one of the top two teams in the in the conference right now, and I think they take care of business against Washington, who is, is an interesting team. Um, they kind of mirror their quarterback where, you know, great, great uh, game or moments. Um, poor moments, and uh, we'll just kind of see. I think they come up short against uh, Washington or Philadelphia. I'm with, I'm with you. Fly, Eagles, fly. All right. Detroit at Minnesota. Ooh. I'm taking the Detroit Lions. Yes, the number two scoring offense through two weeks, John. Number two in the league. Uh, one point behind Buffalo. 72 points, Lions, 71. Now, their defense isn't quite like Buffalo's, but um, I think against the Minnesota team that just really looked poor on on Sunday night football, uh, or Monday night football, rather, 
I, I, I like I like Detroit here. Maybe I'm starting to buy into the Dan Campbell stuff. You know, may, maybe I'm finally drinking that Kool-Aid. But give me the Lions in an upset of the week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They have, they have offensive talent. There's no question oh, about that. Sure. Look, look at Goff's numbers at home. So now he's playing in a dome again. So that's probably the best spot for him. I'll take Minnesota. I think they bounce back. Uh, but this could be an interesting game. This could be a wildly entertaining high-scoring game. But I'll, I'll take the Vikings at home. Uh, the Raiders are still trying to find their first win. Uh, this week, I do think they get it against Tennessee, who um, I just don't think is are very good. Uh, I, I actually heard on, on a national radio program someone actually start to ask the question, has Derrick Henry hit a wall? Well, unfortunately for them, they're a few days late because I had already asked that question on this show, and I'm, I'm going to be curious to see how he performs against, you know, a, a pretty good defensive front for the uh, for the Raiders. So uh, I got the Raiders winning this game and finally picking up their first win of the Josh McDaniels era. Hey, la- I mean, look, last time he started six and zero and it didn't end well. So you know, <laughs> this might maybe start zero and two and and things will change for him. So I'll take Tennessee. When you come off an embarrassing Monday night game, most people think that the next week you're going to be even worse. Oftentimes, teams will bounce back from that. So I'll I'll take Tennessee in this. Uh, next, we have New England hosting first home game of the season. Actually, no, first, second. Yeah, yeah, first, yeah. First, first, first home game. game. Right, yeah. right, right. New England hosting uh, Baltimore. Yeah, I see. Remember Directv? I couldn't, I couldn't actually watch the game last weekend. It kind of threw me off. Um, I'd say it. I'm going to take Baltimore in this one. I like what New. England, I, I'm looking for from the Patriots. I'm looking for certain things. Uh, obviously, a win is ideal. Um, but I need to see some improvement. If they don't get the win, I need to see some improvement in some other areas against what I think is a pretty talented team. I, I'm not too high on their defense right now, so maybe the Patriots can take advantage of that. Uh, however, I do think the Ravens are going to eat this one out, especially after blowing that lead against Miami. So uh, I'll take the Ravens. I like the Patriots in this one, in an upset. I, I do. I think uh, the home opener, I think the offensive line played decently last week and to me that's the most important part of this team the defense is is pretty good you look back at what they did against Miami in week one 
that wasn't a bad performance considering no, what Miami no. did in week two against Baltimore. So feel oh, no, okay I think, about I think that. I think they'll yeah. play well. I think I certainly will think yeah. they play well. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, there there are people out there uh, that cover the team that are seem like they're rooting for them to fail. I, I'm, I'm no, no. I I think they will play well. I just think they're going to come up a little bit short in this one. Which yeah. again, that's it, it could. Yeah, I, that's why I'm I'm looking at not necessarily wins and losses. Um, right now, where this team is at. Again, it's all about perspective. The moment Tom Brady left, I understood that yes, this team is going to take a step back, and it's it's just that's mm-hmm. that's what happens when you lose the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, so uh, we'll see how it goes. I do think it's going to be a close game, though. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way, and I think Baltimore is certainly not this, you know, uh, unstoppable team for sure. So uh, next we have Jacksonville at the Chargers. Um, <clears throat> I picked the Chargers. I did because I do think they're the better team. But I, I I like Jacksonville a lot more than I did last year. Last year I thought it was just a, a just a disaster from start to finish. They're kind of starting to get some things going, and they have some offensive talent that I'm very curious to see um, how it's going to uh, evolve over the course of the season. But I do think the Chargers at home, wherever that is, <laughs> will uh, <laughs> will will get the best of Jacksonville in this one. Yeah, this will be the one home game that will feel like a home game for the Chargers because I don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars travel all that well. No. You know, it's not the Steelers or the Packers or the Cowboys coming to town. Um, look, two extremely talented quarterbacks, 13 feet of quarterback with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. Yeah. We should see some phenomenal throws here. I'll take the Chargers. they got to get themselves righted. Plus, they have a little extended time to prepare for this game because they played on a Thursday night. But do check the health of Justin Herbert um, mm-hmm. and that rib injury. And against Kansas City a week ago, but I'll take uh, the Superchargers. All right, Rams at Cardinals. I know the Cardinals came back from a, uh, a deficit, big win uh, this past weekend, but I'm going to take the Rams in this one on the road. Yeah, me too. I think so. I'll take the Rams as well. All right, we got Atlanta at Seattle. Um, I like Atlanta in this game. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I, neither team is really good to me. So, uh, but. I, I, I like Atlanta a little bit more in this one, and I hope to God that Kyle Pitts gets going because, good God, my fantasy team needs it. So uh, give me the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I'll take Atlanta. This one is for the birds without question. But, you know, they they played pretty well in both games against good competition, and I think Seattle is going to be flat after that, uh, you know, uh, back-to-back emotional games after beating Russell Wilson and going out to San Francisco. I, I like the Falcons in this game. All right, Kansas City at Indy. Kansas City. I mean, Matt Matt Ryan looks cooked. This Colts team doesn't look like they have any redeeming qualities. I, I got I to gotta take the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Again, a longer <laughs> prep time, you know, an extra few days gives Andy Reid uh, more time in the lab. Yeah, the Chiefs should roll in this contest. Again, in a dome. When you put these great quarterbacks in a dome, they really light it up. Uh, San Francisco at Denver. Let's ride. Give me San Francisco. I think this is an easy pick. Easy, easy, yep. easy. San Francisco. Yep, I'm with you on this. We're agreeing a lot this week. I know. It's also, well, it's a win. Just you know wait, what wait it is? the last game. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure that one's going to be different. Um, but it's also one of the weakest cards I can ever remember. I mean, like Falcons, Seahawks. What was the other game we were talking about? Well, we, uh, we, we, we said that last week, too, and we didn't have Brady versus Rodgers to redeem it. So, I know. And it last week turned out to be pretty darn entertaining. So, so um, the NFL special. You, yeah. yeah, you could have Atlanta, Seattle could turn out to be, you know, 31 28 in overtime and never will be talking about it on monday um or maybe it'll be dallas at new york giants uh which is our <laughs> penultimate game to pick uh in this 
pick segment. So uh, there we have it. Dallas at Giants. Um, I'm taking the Giants to, to go to mm-hmm. 3-0, John. 3-0. Yep. Like, I, I think the Cowboys had a nice win this past weekend. I don't think it's, uh, you know, going to carry over this week. I, I think the Giants are going to eke out a win. This isn't going to be your, you know, uh, Chiefs blowing out the Cardinals in week one. This will be a gritty, maybe down-to-the-wire type victory for the Giants. But I, I do have the Giants moving to 3-0. Yeah, Skip Bayless says Cooper Rush is the 2022 version of Tom Brady in 2001, right? Like he's going to step in and well. <laughs> carry the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. No, I, I like the Giants. I've been he, said that, all year. he said that about Tony Romo. He said that about Dak oh, Prescott. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's kind of his mo. So that's we've agreed. We've agreed a lot. Do we agree yeah, on this Giants. final game? Green Elbow. Bay at Tampa Bay, despite the uncertainty of who's going to be out there on the field taking the Buccaneers in this game. And look, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm going to favor Brady in this matchup. And, and you know, Rodgers obviously has a long history of struggles against Tampa. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things even before Brady um, was there. The Bucks defense is really good. And mm-hmm. I, I think people will sleep on this team, even if they do move the 3-0, uh, until that offense finds its rhythm, and I think as soon as they get healthy, they're going to find that rhythm. So um, it's not necessarily going to be this week, but they're going to be able to do enough against a team that, quite frankly, they've, they've scored more points than. For as much as the uh, the, the Bucks' offense has, quote-unquote, struggled, um, they've scored more than the Green Bay Packers through two games. Yeah, the Packers have struggled on offense. Even last week when they looked good at times, it, it still felt very choppy. They had turnovers, which they normally don't have. They take care of the football. Rodgers has always struggled in Tampa, not just when Brady was there, but even before that. I remember he pulled a calf muscle in 2014. They barely won. And then, like, you know, six years before that, he had a disastrous game. Doesn't play well there at all. Two really good defenses, two great quarterbacks who don't have a lot around them at this point with injuries and trades and all of that. So I just want to see how many times the two quarterbacks flip out. That, that's going to be the most important thing. At least the thing about Brady is he's outwardly flips out, like he'll start smashing things. I like that. Rodgers just rolls the eyes, which can be more frustrating for teammates. You know, oh, like sure. get in someone's face and yell at them and then get over with it instead of, you know, this passive-aggressive stuff that he's really good at. But he's Kevin Durant of uh, football. Well, it should, it should be fun either way, and I'm glad that they, uh, they put this in the afternoon window. So, all right, folks, that's going to do it for us here today. Uh, join myself uh, on Sunday, uh, our NFL Sunday uh, pregame show. Of course, we also have our Fantasy Live show coming up on Sunday as well. And then we, John and I, will be back on Monday to uh, break down all this action and, of course, revel in the latest Tom Brady victory over Aaron Rodgers. So thank you, everyone. Give us a follow on Twitter at Full Press NFL at FPC Radio Live. And, of course, head over to FullPressCoverage.com and check out all the great stuff going on over there. So thank you, everyone, and we will talk to you on Monday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.